Texas Steampunk Connection coming to you live from various parts of Texas in our bunkers and airships and whatnot. I am Flavio as usual, and with me as always is Sax, the gentleman adventurer, and Jack from Steam Chest. And we have Master Blue Stocking. Say hello, guys. Hey! So once again, we are here to talk, oh, probably about steampunk most likely, because that's what this is about. Thank you for listening to the Texas Steampunk Connection. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You've reached the Texas Team Punk Connection again. It is Tuesday night. Um, I am here with uh, Jack and Johnny Steverson, Johnny Starship, if you will. Um, Beth was not able to uh, make it tonight. She's feeling ill. Uh, she's come down with something just in the last few hours, but uh, she didn't want to uh, chuck her cookies here live on TV. We're not, uh, we're not that kind of show yet. <laughs> we miss you. But we already have... Uh, Lawrence and Rita in the chat logs here. And Kelly. And and Kelly, who I don't think uh, we've, we've heard from before. So welcome, Kelly. Thank you for joining us. That's my mom. Oh, well, hi, Kelly. I'm Hello, mom. Um, thank you for supporting your son, which also helps us. It's great. Yes. What is going on? It is uh, the middle of February. We have not gotten the uh, potential freeze that might have been coming that has come in the last few years, I think I think we're past it. Oh, now you now you've ruined us. No, why did you have to go and do that? <laughs> I'm no, seeing you're right. Holding on the trees, I, like my grass is growing oh, out of control. It, that I, is true. That is true. Also, what's interesting is the last couple of years, the polar vortex. The, all right, here's here's some science. A big, <laughs> big ball of cold air that sits on top of the planet kind of rolls like this, and when it kept falling over the United States like this. Well, what's happened now is it's falling over on Russia. Russia is having some of the coldest times it's ever had, ever on recorded history. So, at least in, when we've been recording history. So that's not great for them. They're, they're going through some political issues and some other other things that are making it even more difficult. On top of record freezing and record snow and record. So it's possible that we won't get an actually really very cold, cold winter this time because of that. The El Nino has saved us. <laughs> I feel like it's not a good idea to uh, bask in the schadenfreude because that could just as easily have been us. Oh, yeah. No, very sure. It was us the last two, three years of us getting exceedingly. Well, my trees are confused. They're starting to bud. There's tree pollen all over my car. Yes. Um, it's uh, 40-something yesterday, 80-something today. So It's Texas. Yep. Roll the dice. Right. <laughs> uh, Rita says the average last frost was March uh, 12th. Yep. So... We're still not out of the woods, no. as they like to say. We're in the middle of the woods, and there's no clouds at the moment. As long as it doesn't change over like it did a few years ago, I'll be fine. Then there was that one year, it was like 2009, 8, something like that, where it snowed in April during all of the blooms of the uh, the blue bonnets. I happened to be out of state, living somewhere else for like a seven-month period when that happened. and uh, I was at a party out in Liberty Hill, and I couldn't go home. <laughs> Everybody just camped out there for like two days it was a great party i'm hoping for cooler weather but not snow in april so yeah i mean if it snowed in parts of texas in april it would be cooler for the true but we want to make sure that the roads are not bad that's the key yeah but if it if, if the snow reached to corpus christi and galveston area that would be apocalyptic you guys have to be able to drive down to do your live oh, show at the steampunk festival <laughs> I, I'm not going to let the weather kick out the fact that I'm going to a steampunk festival and having seafood and great drinks and friends and things going on. 
I got to buy stuff. That's, <laughs> that's the weekend. That's the weekend I'm looking forward to. I got entertainment, and I'm part of the entertainment. I am the entertainment. We are the entertainment. And, uh, you know, then there's great books and clothes and objects and drinks and things. So Johnny Steverson's got a... Oh, and I got to get a picture with a really cool car and, uh, you know, interview, interview some people. So that's that's the weekend we got planned. It It'll be fun weird. to have you guys on stage doing kind of, you know, doing your stage, doing your show on stage in front of, of everyone at the Steampunk Festival. It's going to be great. Um, yeah, we haven't really announced that until now. Um, yeah, that's so. happening. <laughs> the uh, Galveston Steampunk Festival, we are we are playing a, a bit of a role in it. Uh, we'll be live. <laughs> I mean, Dude, we're going to go. And the ankles down. Anyway. But uh, yeah, we're going to be a live broadcast. Well, it's not going to be a live broadcast. It's going to be a recorded broadcast on stage. That was live with real people. With a live studio audience. Yeah. <laughs> right. And we'll we'll uh, put it on the internet later after we've yeah. done something. We'll get one of those uh, laugh track button things. Oh, yeah, I got I got yeah. the whole bit. We're good. But so. we'll be we will be broadcasting live shorts all through the day. That's the plan. Um, just to let everybody know what they're missing if they're not in Galveston that weekend. Uh, it is going to be a hoot. <laughs> um, but Johnny is here to tell about the festival and he's got some other new announcements i think uh, that we hadn't heard before so that's something we've been looking forward to this week the um, it's the final countdown yeah yeah things it we're got to the point where uh special experiences are starting to sell out um they've almost sold all the tickets to tea on the train johnny was saying yeah so uh don't wait uh, don't 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 tune us out, but go on another window. Don't dally. Buy some tickets real quick. Yeah, there's only a couple of tickets left for the 2 p.m. slot, and there's a few more than that left for the 12 p.m. Tea on the Train experience. And, um, you know, the cool thing about that is this year we partnered with Virginia Point Inn, who does um, high tea time at Virginia Point Inn, which is a historic property here in Galveston. Um, and they do it proper with the three-tiered trays. So... You know, if you go to our website at galvestonsteampunk.com and you you go to activities and go to the tea on the train, you'll kind of see a picture of what the setup this year is going to look like. It's going to be different than last year because last year when you came into tea on the train, your food was in a box. It wasn't very attractive that way, right? And we didn't have the three tier trays and there were teapots on the table. So at the proper high tea, you're served the tea um, from one of the waiters, right? So that's the way it's actually going to be on the train this year. There won't be teapots on the table. You'll be served the tea. Um, it'll be nice and hot. The train will be nice and cool. The seats are movable, so people will have room for their costumes. And uh, the food this year is actually going to be really cool. So, you know, we have the menu listed on our website. There's going to be, you know, lavender tea, cucumber sandwiches, um, some other sandwiches, some scones, some mini cheesecake, and, and lemon curd. So it's going to be gonna be nice my diabetes <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great uh, it's gonna be I'm, I'm very excited i'm like having a mini vacation plan um if you hadn't tuned in two weeks ago we had uh the uh president and construction worker <laughs> for uh the league kepner house they are basically rebuilding from the floor up uh this victorian mansion that will be having uh afternoon stuff happen on Sunday 
Well, it's, it's pretty much like, you know, the, the steampunk festival is Saturday at the railroad museum. And yeah. then we have a second day filled with festival activities, but it's at the Lee Kipner mansion. So, you know, we have, it's, it's just, it's two days of festival activities just in a different location. And the Lee Kipner house is so beautiful. We've this year, we've, we have it as a whole different, you know, separate experience. Um, you can go on the website and buy a ticket for, the Lee Kipner mansion stuff on Sunday. And that's going to be, you know, that includes a tour of the mansion. Um, there will be food included in that ticket price of $35. Um, and we will have foods there. So you can have a cool picnic on the lawn. Um, so Victoria, very civilized, all kinds of stuff. Like a garden party, if you will. Yeah. Uh, in, in the Victorian style. And I'm, I'm very excited because I got to book the uh, Airbnb across the street. What? Surprise! <gasps> oh! Awesome. Nice! That's epic. Yeah. Look at you. Couldn't ask for a better gentleman adventurer to go adventuring with. <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, in the comments, I see uh, Absinthe Asylum, uh, the Steampunk Belly Dance Troupe has tuned in. Thank you for coming back. I think I, I saw your post uh, uh, last episode, but I, it's good to see you again. Laura Winslet is in the audience. Uh, thank you for, for tuning in. Uh, Laura, she's been working on their Halloween uh, costume book that she had Ooh. a, a uh, Kickstarter for some few a month ago. Uh, we had her on. She's awesome. And Lawrence is posting all the steampunk bands that he knows of in, in, in the state. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's great i'll need to know them because you know for year three and uh, steampunk for 2025 i plan on uh making some large expansions so we'll we'll need to we'll need more bands and more entertainment ever than ever before so than ever before I, there I used to be some wording there used to be some great bands here in austin i mean it's austin right uh but they were very like carnival punk steampunk style um but when COVID hit and everybody packed it up and went home, they, they broke up. <laughs> so now it's, it's, it's been hard for me to find, you know, a, a good set of bands to follow around like a weirdo in town. It's hard <laughs> to be a groupie in this town at the moment for steampunk music. Yeah. yeah right. Because at least you could go to like Dallas and hang out with Marquis of Vaudeville at their locations. But down here, it's like you said, it's kind of dry at the moment. Yeah. And the absent asylum, um belly dance troupe will be performing at the steampunk festival so i see them over there in the chat perfect well hello we'll see you again soon gosh the steampunk festival will be here before we know it i know it, it's wait do we have one more video before then or not um yeah yeah there's another month between now and then <sighs> is <Yeah>. there <laughs> march march I got to sit down and like come up with a whole bunch of stuff and get the program ready. Cause if I'm thinking, right. So I'm thinking when we do the live thing, I'll have two cameras. And so, um, however, yeah, the, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm having to come up with all the logistics for figuring all this out. And, uh, you said we'll have sound on stage. So I don't have to worry about that. Correct. Yep. There'll be sound and microphones already there. So, okay. Never mind that. We're good. There. Uh, so, uh, what has your week been like? Jack, anything good? Well, I just got back from Houston for two days. Yeah, your company sent you up there. You must be important, right? Sorry, say that one more time. Your company sent you up. You must be important. Oh yeah, no, I was completely important. <laughs> completely important. I um, 
Yeah, they sent me. I had to work on two or three, uh, two or three clients, and it was just easier for me to just stay the night and go to the next site the next day after it. So it's like two or three hours at each site as best as I can. And uh, yeah, no, I got. I went to. A, I went to a fancy barbecue place, and it was good. And then I uh, had uh, Luby's for breakfast. Ooh, and, uh, yeah. So there's something about their macaroni and cheese there that's just so good. Yeah, it's like it reminds me a lot of furs. But it's like it's like a nuanced difference, and uh, so I like first cap. Yeah. I always thought of furs and Louis as being old people food. It's it's and considered. Then, and then recently, I went back oh, and God. found out it was really quite good and inexpensive. And I'm an old person now. <laughs> dang it! It happened. God dang! Get off my lawn. Yeah, Stop yeah. Me on it, kids. It happens. it happens to the best of us. Yep. This week was my birthday. Day and I was really kind of feeling it. <laughs> I saw the face cake you got. Did you enjoy that? I I did. Yes, my my coworker, uh, just out of the blue, um, brought me a piece of cake. It was it was wonderful. It's nice to feel loved. Yes, Tres Leches cake is my favorite. So it is it is hard to beat. I don't yeah. like. Uh, honestly, it's probably one of the best of the cakes. And I'm more of a cookie fan. I like really big big cookies, and so. It's 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 weird. Like all of my birthday, all my birthdays, my mom's always been like doing weird cookies, and I think it's just stuck. So I have to have weird cookies on my birthday. And uh, yeah, my wife has this recipe. Uh, it's called uh, Jack Daniel's pie. Um, but it, it's honestly, it's like a it's like a big chocolate chip cookie in a pie crust, mm-hmm. elevated by a, a little bit of Jack Daniel's just to you know accentuate the flavors, it's and brilliant. it is amazing. <laughs> When you mean by elevated, it's like in that much Jack Daniels, right? Like um, I think it's thing, like, like floating on it, like a like a like cookie an ounce, I, maybe less. I don't know. Uh, just enough to uh, give it a kick, ah. so, a flavor kick, not an alcohol. <laughs> um, well, alcoholic cookies would be definitely interesting. I'm surprised I've never seen those before. Well, hmm. we have to go on adventure now. Adventure now. <laughs> Speaking of adventure, what are we drinking? Between the time you started your sentence and ended this your sentence, someone already stole your idea, patented it, marketed it, and is a millionaire. Ah, it's those, but uh, I still get the cookie. Those overseas people. <laughs> They're on it. Speaking of alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Jack, so, you're first in line. Okay. So I got this thing. It was handed to me at the last convention. We went, and uh, I found it in my bag going through my stuff today. And it's Professor Lazarus's narcotic of nerve tonic. And it's obviously not what it actually is. It's just been glued around <laughs> the bottle, which is really fun. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's vodka. I don't really know what it is. It's clear, and I haven't tried it yet. If, that, if you say orange, I'm going to laugh so hard. It's definitely orange-flavored vodka. You're right. <laughs> that is so funny. You'll see what <laughs> oh, That's good. Facts. Well, this week, my uh, bosses has sent me to uh, a training is today and tomorrow on something that I have absolutely no prior knowledge about. And it's like, you know, information through a fire hose. Uh, so I'm really frazzled tonight and I've grabbed the uh, 903 brewery Chupacabra that uh, that Lawrence bought me. Was that last fall when we threw there? Oh, that is good. And uh, yes, barrel aged stout. Aged on spiced rum, oak, cinnamon, nutmeg, brown sugar, coconut. I needed something a little, a little beefier than usual. 
So that's what I'm going for tonight. Yeah. Thank you very much, Lawrence, for this. I have a slice of that 903. <laughs> you had your own bottle. You drank it. I, I drank the whole cake. What are you talking about? That stuff was so thick. Wow. So, uh, um, dark. Yeah, let's see. Do you taste that? Set this down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's very sweet. Uh, it's very high <clears throat> alcohol, which I think is why Lawrence bought it. <laughs> um, not a bad reason. At 13%. Yeah. And all of those, the rum is very forward. Um, that that coconut brown sugar, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Sounds. Uh, we need to make another trip to nine hundred three this spring before it gets too hot. Uh, that is a good place to to hang out. Yes, uh, it's it's up in North Dallas. So I got people we can go see and have a reason. People. Another reason, huh? There's a couple people. We love like, people. I know. I haven't had Nadia, I haven't talked to Nadia in forever. She needs to be involved in this. Usually she comes out to Steampunk Nova. So we have to go adventure. <laughs> so Jack copied me, or I copied Jack, however you want to look at that. But I'm doing Deep Eddie's Orange Vodka. Oh. So actually, I peeled the sign <laughs> off. Oh, go on. No, go on. Go on. Go on. No, no, no. That's it. That Deep Eddie's Orange uh, Vodka that's... and Coke. Oh, Orange. Oh, that's that would be good. Yeah. It's quite delicious. That would be really good. Actually, Jared's favorite. And uh, I thought he was doing just a regular rum and Captain Morgan, uh, Captain Morgan and Coke one day, and I tasted it, and it was like, "This is orange. What's in there?" The D Betty's. It's quite quite tasty. I will admit, I do like cherry Coke, and I found out that if you go to certain restaurants, they have that little like mixer machine. You could come up. With yeah, your I love those things. Yeah, and I'll admit the little flavors like orange is one of those I've recently found that I love in everything. It's like lime is great. Citrus is fantastic. Uh, actually, no, I peeled the label off because it tasted very uncanny, and I may have to go take some Benadryl because I'm allergic to peaches. Oh, and it's actually peaches. Oh, and uh, so yeah, it's 99% proof. So it is not vodka, it is straight up moonshine, peach moonshine. Ooh, Max, hurry, grab the EpiPen. <laughs> so let's see. I'm gonna wait a little bit and see. I'm gonna wait a little bit to see actually how much peach is existing in this stuff versus uh, if it's just peach flavoring. But uh, so yeah, I may have to run off and grab a Benadryl. So yikes, fun stuff. Destiny has joined us on the show tonight. So shout out to Destiny. She was wonderful. She helped carry the banner for us for Mardi Gras when we were marching in the Mardi Gras. Oh, cool! How did that go? Oh my gosh, it was fantastic. I didn't realize we would go through the bead so fast and that I need, probably needed to order like 10 times as more as I did, but um, it was it was fantastic. We also did the the final day of Mardi Gras, the Fat Tuesday Parade, and oh, that was just wild. Wild and fun. Awesome. I want to go to one of those parties. <laughs> yeah, you guys have to come down for Mardi Gras next year. I'm I, I hope to eventually and you know involve the community enough that we can have our own float. Um, you know, I know that we talked about this before, some of those cool videos in the UK of all those apparatuses and cool different mechanical things they do at the steampunk festivals over there. I would love to have that for Galveston. We could have our own parade, we could do the Mardi Gras parades with those things and Dickens on the Strand. So um, I'm thinking I'm, I'm, I should be organizing some other small steampunk events throughout the year, um, you know, because my, my goal is to eventually have a, our own steampunk crew, have a steampunk float in the parades, 
And so we'll, we'll be having parties throughout the year to kind of fundraise for the floats and, and that kind of stuff. That's, that's my goal. I'm, you know, I'm working up to getting there. Yeah. That would can't be do really cool. Can't do everything all at once at one time. So yeah, you could, you could definitely have a, you could definitely come up with a really nifty theme. That's very unique to, uh, to Galveston. Um, anything like a, like a, a certain ship that was sunk that you've ra- riz, raised up again, just, you know, you got, you got, you got a lot more than just West Texas. We had to be, we had to get really, really ingenuitive with, uh, some of our stuff over there, our names and like airship, uh, designs and such. Cause we've tried to be very dust punk still. And it took some doing Yeah, but, uh, like boats work over where you're at. Yeah. Fortunately, there's a lot of, of. Uh, history here in Galveston, mm-hmm. in particular with uh, steam steam engines, steamboats. Um, yeah. The museum, the Rosenberg Library here on the island, has quite a large uh, photo selection of from the 1600s and 1700s of of steam powered steamboats. You know, and kind of you know, Galveston was built on that. Most of our coastal areas were built, and you know, they're going up and down the rivers and these steam powered. Um, paddle boats. So, yep. which, by the way, is one of our new experiences for 2024. Is surprise! It's one of the the steamboat experiences that we're doing this year on the newly restored Bay Queen, um, which it used to be the River City Star, and they brought it from the northern United States down here, and so now it's going to live down here in Galveston and. During the steampunk festival, will be one of the first opportunities everyone will have to to be part of this newly renovated. It's no longer powered by steam, of course. Of course, but um, it'll be an experience where you'll get to coast along the bay for an hour and um, see historic sites and Galveston and Victorian history. Talk about the old docks that used to be out there, and um, it'll be quite quite the experience. I'm very glad we connected with the people to to make that a thing for this year. Nice. Very cool. That, just getting more excited all the time. Um, but since we were on the topic of uh, Mardi Gras and New Orleans, and I needed to find something to talk about, uh, have you guys heard of the intergalactic crew of Chewbacca? No. Have you seen no, that? No, I have not. <laughs> it Explain. Is, it is a, uh, a New Orleans crew, uh, which is like their local lingo for like, club that is really active during their Mardi Gras uh, carnival season and they have uh, parades and does they do Mardi Gras things but it's much more focused on geeky uh, geek culture uh, you know Star Wars hence Chewbacca uh, uh, Star Wars Star Trek it all of the stuff put together you know cosplayers and and geeks um, in parades in New Orleans, um, and I, I, I've linked uh, their Wikipedia page here. But uh, there's just so much to read. Uh, I'm just gonna pick one out here. Um, 2013, the theme was Return of the Wookiee, and Peter Mayhew was made king of the of the parade. There you go, uh, Emperor for life. They called they made they. Uh, <laughs> awarded him with you know peter was a really great guy um he was really nice to me all the time and his wife angie she she's amazing too unfortunately you know they're no longer with us but um they were amazing people 
Yeah. I got to meet I got to meet Peter a couple times at conventions, and every time we'd strike up a wonderful conversation. And it, of the people I've met, he's one of the more lovely lovely people I've met. I was uh, th- there was this little convention up in in uh, Colleen at a, at a little university up there. Just like, yes. you know, back in the back in the day, conventions were held at universities because the students were the ones who ran them, and the university would provide the space for next to nothing. And you could, you could kind of pull off one of these things without having any money. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was at probably one of the last uh, ones of these university conventions and Peter Mayhew was a special guest. And I, I just kept thinking, why is somebody that well, of that stature at this tiny little rinky dink convention? Um, but but he was great. He was amazing, of course. You know, for the for the real genuine people like him, it's just about connecting with their fans. They don't care how big or small the convention is. You know, they just want to provide that opportunity for them to to connect with the fans. That's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, and it's. Uh, I mean, I I don't need to say. There's just not that many um, big Hollywood stars or you know famous people who think like that. They, they only have a certain amount of time and uh, yep. Hollywood is very focused on other things. So uh, that that's really something precious. Yeah. And Joe Gill has uh, dropped in on us. Hi, Joe. Hey, Joe. She, she was on the show two weeks ago. If you weren't yep. uh, there. Uh, yeah. If you missed it. Kept your house. That, that was a good time. That was, was a good show two weeks ago. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Intergalactic crew, Chewbacca. I don't know if, like, they, if you were to reach out to them, if there would be something that could connect them and the Galveston, uh, steampunk, New Orleans, Mardi Gras, all that. If, if there would be some Fun. symmetry there, uh, some, some, something that could happen. It, but it is a very interesting group of people to be aware of. I know of them. We kind of have a similar group here. Oh, yeah. Our Mardi Gras, of course. Um, it being the second or third largest Mardi Gras celebration in the world. So um, it's quite a spectacle. I definitely encourage you guys to come and join me next year for Mardi Gras. And um, you know, I'm sure we'll be having the uh, pirates join us again with their pirate ship float. So uh, yeah, come down, ride on the float with us and throw out some beads, steampunk beads to people. Yeah, who are these pirates that were uh, hanging uh, with you? Where did you find these folks? Um... Scarlet, I uh, was introduced to, um, actually, she reached out to me, and um, she is involved with uh, pirates over in Kima, Texas, and uh, she also has a nonprofit, an aviary, where she helps parrots and stuff, um, and I'm a, I'm a sucker for any nonprofit that helps animals, and I wanted to, you know, support her, and she wanted to support me, and I was like, come join us for Mardi Gras, and she really enhanced the whole experience. You know, I had the Model T golf carts that uh, I was riding in that. And then we had the pirate ship and our walkers behind us. And uh, it was fun. You know, the pirates also love steampunk. So they steampunked up all their pirate gear. And we all had a blast together. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll do that again next year. So you guys have to come join us in the fun. Awesome. Well, they happen to make an appearance at... Uh... The steampunk festival, quite possibly. Still some secrets. Okay, all right. Let's see how you are. Um, she may or may not have been connecting me with some pirate bands. So 
you know, something might come from that stuff. We'll see. Ooh. Awesome. Awesome. That sounds it, it, You're not recording, are you? I mean, <laughs> give us a minute. <laughs> Absolutely yeah, I, not. No recording at all. Just... Yeah, I love Scarlet's amazing, and uh, the Pirates were amazing, and just it was so much fun for them to to join us and and you know enhance our whole steampunk group there. We had a lot of fun, and we can't wait to do it again next year. I'm sure you'll be hearing more from from Scarlet and I here soon. I know that the Pirates are going to be. I just saw she posted today that the Pirates will be in the downtown Houston St. Patrick's Day Parade, which is another pretty large parade. So, um, you know, catch catch their pages and like like their stuff to follow their pirate shenanigans. That's Very right. Nice. St. Patrick's Day is coming up. It is. It, it is. is the season. We'll have uh, to wear green. Was that March 17th? I'm just. It'll be here before we know it. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's. And then we're going to forget. We're going to get pinched at work. <laughs> to put in an HR complaint. Yeah, that's why we don't do that anymore. <laughs> but, you know, now that Joe, since Joe's joining us, if you didn't see that episode of the Lee Kintner Mansion, go back and watch that. But um, even more so, join us for the Sunday of the Steampunk Festival events on the 7th, April 7th. And over at the Lee Kipner, it's the orange vodka. Over at the Lee Kipner Mansion, we have a whole different ticketed experience. For just thirty-five dollars, a portion of those proceeds go to support their nonprofit. Um, and we'll be doing, uh, you know, tours of the mansion. We'll be doing the picnic. We have food and drinks included. We'll actually be doing the the tea dueling over at the Lee Kipner Mansion instead of doing the dueling at the festival. We'll be doing it on Sunday over at the Lee Kipner Mansion. Um, so we'll have some Victorian parlor games, Victorian lawn games, uh, steampunk fortune teller, magician. We'll even be doing a poetry slam and a craft area where you can make it and take it, as Joe likes to say. <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of stuff happening that Sunday. It's like, like I said, it's it's like a whole second festival over there. And do you buy those tickets at the Lee Kepner House website or at the uh, Galveston Steampunk Festival website? Galveston Steampunk Festival website. I highly, I highly encourage everyone to buy them online because ticket sales will go offline um, pretty close to the festival, uh, especially with our experiences, right? Like the tea on the train, I need to know how many people are going to be there for the food, logistics, and all that kind of stuff. So right. um, our, our experience tickets will not be, you'll not be able to purchase those at the door the day of the festival. And tickets online are just $35, but if you wait to buy your tickets at the festival, um, it's $40. So you can save money by buying the tickets online. But for the experiences like the paddle boat, steamboat, uh, the steamboat experience, the tea on the train, um, those things need to be purchased in advance. We won't be selling those tickets at the festival. And to be honest, those are going to be sold out by then anyway. Yeah. There's, there's like, I know, like, like I said earlier, I'm pretty sure I, I've been working on the schedule, of course, and the logistics of maybe adding a third T on the train session. The Model T cars, the eight-seaters are, are all gone, and there's only a couple of five-seaters left. So just like last year, about this time, those, those experiences started selling out. Um, so if you want to... Be part of the tea on the train or the steamboat experience. You definitely want to grab those sooner than later. Nice. Yeah. Let's see. And that's uh, 
GalvestonSteampunk.com. If I'm that not mistaken. All right. Bypasses. <laughs> one thing I don't think we've talked about, which is a new ticket and a new um, kind of thing we're doing this year, is we're we've partnered with Create a Moment Photography, and they are they are doing professional photo op sessions. Because one of the things I notice is. 90% of the people that came to the steampunk festival were in costumes and they were amazing. Right. And there were a lot of husband and wife couples um, and boyfriend, girlfriend, there were a lot of couples. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to create a professional photography session where those attendees in these amazing costumes could have a professional photographer shoot them on site in front of one of the steam engine trains. So one of our new things we're doing this year is offering those professional photography sessions. And you can, you, there's a link on our website of more information and includes two people. Um, and you can like all the details are on our website at galvestonsteampunk.com. So that's another new thing for this year. Awesome. Fantastic. Let me see. Okay. We kept our mansion experience. So yeah. okay. I'm taking it all in. <laughs> and then another thing I think I forgot to mention is uh, one of our new sponsors that just came on was Pirates, Legend of the Gulf Coast. This kind of ties into all the pirate stuff I've been, you know, uh, getting next to is Scarlet partnering, the pirate ship coming to join us. Uh, Pirates, Legend of the Gulf Coast is, is a sponsor for our Steampunk Festival. So everyone, every single person that buys a ticket to the Steampunk Festival gets free admission to the pirate museum and the pirate experience over at pirates legend of the Gulf coast, which is just a couple of blocks down from the railroad museum. You walk out that front door, walk two blocks down the road, right at Sanger fest park. Um, you'll be able to go into the pirate museum, which is really cool. They have a scavenger hunt kind of thing in there that Jared and I did and really enjoyed it. One of the chamber of commerce events. So um, yeah, everybody that buys a ticket to the Steampunk festival gets a free admission to pirates legend of the Gulf coast. Uh, this looks a lot like a uh, kid-friendly uh, pirate display I saw down in, uh, where were we? Um, Barbados. Um, we were just walking the streets, and there was this pirate museum, and we went in, and it was it was so fun. <laughs> um, and it, it looks a lot like just you know what I'm seeing on the website, a, a lot of uh, props, a lot of, you know, things you can touch and see. It, it full-size um dioramas if you yep. will is what i saw pirate um, got, you know there's 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 guns there's historical artifacts there um you walk around and you can see all these different historical things they have a pirate ship inside of that building um yeah you know, built into the building it's quite awesome it's quite awesome so uh, it's a lot of fun you, you don't is. have to like put your learning hat on <laughs> <laughs> it just sort of happens while you're not paying attention. You're just taking yep. it all in. It is so fun. That's cool. That 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 is added value, man. Absolutely. And I'm um, I'm glad to have them as a sponsor and supporting the Steampunk Festival. It's a it's a great experience right there on the Strand that everybody will get to partake in. So um, again, like you just said, it's an added value to the 2024 Steampunk Festival. Wow. There's gonna be steampunks all over that island. Damn. You know there were there were last year. I mean, uh, the steampunks just spilled out all over the Strand and Post Office and Market Street, and visited the local establishments. We have a lot of great stores here on the Strand, um, and a couple of little chocolate factories, which is you know 
I'm a little biased, but I have to say I love chocolate. So <laughs> yeah, we have a little bit of everything out here in Galveston and a plethora of delicious restaurants, right? Um, of course, there's fast food chains out here, but why go to the fast food chain when there there's so many delicious restaurants to go here in Galveston? For sure. I mean, the, the, uh, the fresh seafood is uh, to stop. Unparalleled. For sure. <sighs> Jack, are you hungry? Uh, very hungry. I love seafood. <laughs> Are you swelling up? Are you feeling okay? I'm okay. I don't think there's really, honestly, that much peach in this. Are you turning into a peach? Do we need to call for medical assistance? Do you need to be juiced? Ah. I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm. I'm fuzzy enough yet. We'll see. Bring out the Oompa Loompas. <laughs> I don't think I'm turning purple, peach, whatever color. I, I don't. I don't feel like a fruit yet. I think we're good. Now a nut, sure. <laughs> Jack, did you bring anything for a uh, story time, show and tell? Anything good like that? I'm back from the big town of Houston to be here tonight. Well, shucks, I wish I would have known. I think you may have told me, but I, you know, I could have drove up to Houston. Next time. Next time, if I'm staying overnight, I'll hit you up and see what Throw, we Throw some peaches at you or something. Oh, yeah. That's been my night right there. <laughs> I did not know you were, you had an allergy. That's. It's late peaches. onset. Uh, I mean, you want story time with Jack on peaches? Here we go. Uh, back when Lex and I were dating, we were about to go to the uh, a, a goth bar in uh, El Paso, and she's up there getting all ready, and I'm looking in her kitchen, and she's got this peach. It's like, I want to eat one of these. This is awesome. Because they were from the valley, and it was like late August, early September, so it's like the perfect time for them. And I bit into this thing, and it just was all over the place. It was freaking awesome. Well, about five to ten minutes later, I'm like, my throat's my throat's a little itchy, and then that weird like swelling of your lips thing, and then my lips started splitting, and mm. and then I was like, hitch. It was a very bad night, and I'm sitting here trying to literally suck down uh, kid Benadryl that the liquid. Just like, just sipping it down, and I got, like two or three bottles in me, and then we so we watched oh, like what was it? we watched like two movies. One was that Simon Pegg movie where he's playing the alien and the Big Lebowski. And so I have these weird fever dreams about these. <laughs> I was in and out of like all sorts of consciousness and uh, weird. So that I figured that out. Then I worked in the oil field and was out in the middle of nowhere and they're opening up this new fat you know, facility and so I'll, lo and behold obviously that's what you do and you know, you have when, when we do that in the oil field you have barbecue and when you have with barbecue you have cobbler that's just texan uh-oh well uh, so here i am doing the same thing in the back of an f1 uh, an f-150 raptor in the middle of reeves texas you know in the middle of nowhere in the hill country or like west west texas out in the, the wingy bit and uh trying not to go into anaphylactic shock or anything like that, trying to breathe. And as my friend is like, do I need to call in the you know, arrow care or whatever? I'm like, no, just, just drive. It's air conditioned in here. I'm fine. I just got to like chill for a couple hours. I'm sorry. I can't help you do the work. But uh, yeah, after, after that, I keep Benadryl on me all the time. So yay. Wow. That's amazing. Sucks. What has peaches in it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Lex and I, Lex is allergic to pineapple. So we figured out if we ever needed to have like a, a, a dual suicide because <laughs> oh, you know this, at, at, when when you're together this is the things you talk about we have found a what was it it was a habanero pineapple peach salsa 
Oh. We decided that would be the way to go right there. <laughs> Suicide by salsa. Suicide by salsa. <laughs> you know, things like this we're talking the, about. The old Pace Picante sauce commercials. New York City. New York City. Yeah. <laughs> Peaches and pineapples. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my my claim to nearly dying. I, I pick on her every now and then. I'm like, you still tried to kill me. <laughs> she just wanted to see if you were, you know, a survivor. Yeah. Well, I've survived this long so far. <laughs> it's like, I see the ninjas have failed. Either we drop him now or he's a keeper. Yep. <laughs> well, he passed this test. I guess we keep going. Oh. Hey, in movie news, have either of you seen the poor things that uh, was no. just nominated for an Oscar? I, I haven't either, but I I want to. It's on my list. Um, it looks very weird. <laughs> a reimagined Frankenstein story, uh, and it's, you know, it's got you know the Victorian I, shtick going. I'm really anticipating Frostpunk too. <sighs> yeah, I loved Frostpunk so much. The first one, um, I really I think the second one's going to be about oil and still have the generator in the middle and stuff. I'm I'm really looking forward to that. So, for those of you who have not played Frostpunk, it is a last of the kind of a last of us, last city on Earth, as it's basically turning into Snowball Earth due to global warming, essentially. And so, there are, are huddled around the last thermal vent, essentially boiler of the town, and you have to balance resources um, and some really interesting decisions economically and politically and socially to deal with issues that are going on that might tilt the balance of what's going on in your city to fail. Uh, it is a very interesting puzzle game that I have. I guess it's not really a puzzle game, um, but a survival survival uh, strategy game for management of a city. I found it to be very enjoyable and challenging at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I play a lot of RimWorld, which has a slightly different connotation or different angle on things. You still have to do a lot of balancing because you can starve to death and get shot. Essentially, it's like being a, a, a small colony out in like the Serenity world. You're just, just colony out in the middle of nowhere. Things can happen to you. All sorts of things. Nice storyteller. And, uh, but you know, Frostpunk 2 looks fantastic. I'm very happy with, with that developer. I would throw more money at them if I could. Maybe one day we can get them to come to the steampunk festival and do a panel. You know, that's an interesting idea because I don't know where they're based out of. Um, Probably in the, you know, European Union somewhere. In that case, yeah, they do seem like they would be more Swiss Alps kind of people or Norway, Norwegian. Yeah. But I'm actually amazed at how many game developers are here in Austin. Uh, yeah. You know, there's a lot of game developers here in Texas, you know, because I do the Galveston Esports Summit. Yeah, we take up the whole convention center. Um, we used to do it every August, but we're actually bumping it up to July. Um, and I've become quite familiar with a lot of the game developers out here, the indie game developers and the comp the, the gaming company that are out here. And um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff happening in Austin. Interesting. Uh, Lawrence asks a question here. He says, any new clothing slash jewelry vendors this year? Oh, yes. Yeah, there's this dragon scale lady. Um, I'll have to share this later, but there's, I so was looking on her website. She makes these like dragon scales. Like you could see like 
making the eggs from uh, Game of Thrones or whatever, but it's 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 adapted to make metal armor out of like okay. chainmail chain metal metal armor, and on each scale is like laser etched these steampunk cogs. Um, and I thought wow. that was really awesome. So yeah, we've got a we've got a great selection of vendors. Some of the vendors from last year come back. Um, we've got some new vendors, and um, you know, for year three, I'm working on expansion plans. That way, we have more room for more vendors, more excitement, more entertainment. Um, so I'm already working on uh, 2025. And um, dang, yeah, uh, <laughs> hey, that's that's the life of an uh, event producer. So. Oh, I love it. So is the beard oil guy going to be back? You know what? Um, I got to buy me some more beard oil from him. I'm out. I, I, think, I think he is coming back, and I think Pop Soap is also coming back as well. Okay. So, yeah. Got to stay clean. It's going to be a little humid there. You know what? I am addicted to the shower steamers Pop Soap has, especially since I have, like, allergy stuff all the time. Oh. The water hits them and they like bubble up and it releases the eucalyptus and everything in the shower and the shower steam. It just like clears your sinuses and makes your skin feel amazing. I'm really addicted to pop soap shower steamers. All right. I'm going to try one now. That's, I'm going to have to go find these people. I'm going to have to make sure that we try it and I'll, I'll give a report back here on uh, what I find. Yeah. It's a good soap. It's a damn good soap. <laughs> so. I actually have something here. Um, I saved on my desktop, knowing that I would have, I, I, would, I would need this. Would, the day would come, and let's see if I can share it. So apparently, there's a place running around town or wherever this is, and they put these cool placards up. No, not slides. I want to jump my screen. Uh, here we go. And it's just kind of interesting little, uh, like basically these plaques that are just pasted all over town. This one says the Ministry of Steampunk. Emmett Brown, inventor of the flux capacitor, lived here. Imagine, create, share. And of course, obviously, it's not true. We didn't live in this building. But some of these get really kind of creative, like H.G. Uh, Wells, inventor of the time machine, was here briefly at 1866, 1978, <laughs> 1936. So I these would be kind of cool to just set up and have a bunch of these running around all over the place. And so, like, Joseph Polinski... Theoretical physicist and string theorist brought his string here between 1954 and 2018. <laughs> so, it's some of these are dumb. I really like this one. T. Rex Lancaster, time traveling dinosaur dentist, pulled his first teeth here in 1807. You know, love it. So that this got me thinking that I I don't know how big these are. I mean, it's like probably like the size of a dinner plate. It would not be hard to make these and just have a bunch of these running around you can almost make up frisbees even and uh that'd be fun we got like schrodinger's cat cat lived or didn't live here <laughs> <laughs> that's good i like that the illicit market it has never taken place here and it will never will because it never <laughs> happens <laughs> that's one i would just need to have on me at all times just take it up places that would be fun uh, the inventor of the TARDIS visited this site in 1935, 2007, and 2009. So I'm assuming you could also do this with people who came to your, you know, who came to conventions or something like that too. And you could have them done up a placard, but uh, I don't know. I, th I thought it was a really cool little, a little, uh, I love that. Thing. I love that. We should do something like that here in Galveston. It'd be fun to yeah. get the local businesses involved in, in having something like that. Maybe we could even turn it to where each one has a QR code on it. That way you scan you all go. of them. 
and it does something special, takes you to a website, get more interactive, maybe have a yeah. prize involved or something. I think that would be really cool to do. It would be really cool to do this. You could do some sort of like, um, uh, like a treasure hunt this way with the QR code, or you could set it up to, or with the fact that have businesses around town who sponsored these, you can have these deployed all over and people have to go find them. Stuff like that. Yeah. Laura and Rita were talking about an event did something like that. And there was a prize for finding them all. You know, any, anything I can do to involve the local businesses here in Galveston. Yes. I mean, we all benefit from that. Right. So that's definitely something I love that. It's cute. I'm glad I could bring it to you. I thought it was hilarious. I was reading. I'm like, all right, I got to make some of these myself. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll get some made. We'll do some, we'll do some fun stuff with those. Sweet. I'll send you the link to these so you have a, a reminder. <laughs> yeah, I, took, I just took a screenshot of it and oh, okay, put it in Photoshop. But if you have a link to send me, yeah, send me a link. Oh, yeah. Tell it to All me. Right. Will do. I'll add that to my list of things to do. <laughs> like you needed more, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I love it. I love staying busy. Oh, Got it. I just got it. Awesome. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, we're getting close to the hour here. We yeah. are. Surprise when you're having fun. Yeah, I know. I'm going to check our comments here. Uh, Warlord of Art says, good day, mates. Uh, I think he's tuning in through YouTube, which is Ooh. cool. Most of the folks uh, I see comments from are from uh, Facebook. Yeah, we got a YouTuber. You are. That, that's awesome. And yeah, okay. So I haven't missed any. Uh, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, I guess because we're coming up on, on the hour, is there anything we need to uh, hit on before uh, before we go? I think we hit on everything. I'm just excited to have well, you two. Yeah, there we go. You two um, and uh, Blue Stocking, you know, on stage as the the Texas steampunk, you know, network. Um, We're excited, it. too. Oh, yeah. By excited, I mean scared as hell. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your audience will just be live. It'll be it'll be a different vibe for you. But I'm, I'm, you guys have done so much to help promote me. And you came to my first festival. You know, um, you treated me so nicely. You know, even we there were a couple hiccups with the tea on the train, but you guys, you know, we communicated properly like real human beings, and I fell in love with all of you. So, of course, I'm going to slap you on the main stage in front of everybody so that more people... It's stress of love. It's painful I love. I want more people to know who you guys are and what you do because the three of you have, as a group promoting steampunk, um, I just love the chemistry between all of you. So, you know, it's the least I can do to give you the platform that I've created there to, to let more people know about you guys so that we can get more people addicted to watching you and tuning in to see what crazy beer you're going to have. <laughs> all right. <sighs> We're going to have to, we have to structure the show a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> thank you. Thank you yeah, so thank much you. for saying that. Uh, Lori, uh, Hernandez Swain asks, is the theme for this year is a steampunk uh, pirate-ish theme? I think I think that's probably true every year. <laughs> well, yeah, it is true every year. There's a lot of steampunk pirates that have joined us, and I am feeling that there's going to be even more this year with the pirates joining us for Mardi Gras. Um, and um, we have the, the Pirates Legends of the Gulf Coast joining us. And um, I would love to do some pirate-themed D&D campaigns as well. So I'm, you know, I'm looking to connect with a gamer company here soon that can do some some D&D campaigns like we did last year. Last year we had the Vampire Tours and the Vampire 
D and D campaign. So I think it'd be pretty cool to have a pirate themed some kind of D and D campaign to go along with all the pirate stuff we're doing this year. And there will be more pirate stuff to come. I didn't know there was a D and D campaign associated with the festival last year. Yeah, we had um, we had a company called Gamers Inner Circle. It was actually inside. In the train depot, when you walked in the front door, it was to the right. He had some really cool dice sets for sale. He was selling stuff as well. Um, and he was one of those vendors that was like, hey, this, you know, I've sold more in the first two hours of this show than I usually have in a three-day Comic-Con. So I want to come back. Ooh, excuse me. That is good to hear. That is really good. It, when your vendors are happy, everybody's happy. It makes all the difference. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Awesome. That That's fantastic. I'm so excited. I am too. It'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to see you guys there. We're going to have a really fun 2024 and I'll be looking forward to spending more time with you guys. You know, now that I've got the wheels moving in this festival, I won't have to um, keep tabs necessarily on everything at every second. I'll have a little bit more free time to, to uh, hang out with you guys and drink with you guys and, you know, I'll join you on stage, let you guys interview me for a couple of seconds, and we'll all just have a really fun 20 I'll Lasso you up there. <laughs> tie you, I'll tie you down. Enjoy your festival! <laughs> let me take a minute or two here to talk about our patrons. We are on Patreon, and if you'd like to uh, join us there and help us out by maybe buying us a beer, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, the Texas... Steampunk Connection is supported in part by J.R. Seeger's A School for the Great Game, wherein an Edwardian teen uh, resents being sent to a finishing school in India, which happens to be the British India School for Spies, teaching the family business of espionage, martial arts, and the Tibetan mystic arts. A School for the Great Game is the first in the Steampunk Raj series, available on Amazon. Thank you, uh, Mr. Seeger, for sponsoring us. Uh, we also are supported by Fair Treasures. Fair Treasures has a selection of Texas-made female-presenting costumes and accessories for steampunk and Renaissance wear, and one-of-a-kind imported jewelry. You can shop Fair Treasures at fairtreasures.com, fair spelled with an E, or on Etsy. Uh, Kitty and Fair Treasures have been a longtime sponsor. We appreciate them. And they'd probably be at the festival in April, except for the renaissance fair season which they are completely committed to ah, kills us um our patrons uh i want to thank jenny and ryan shaver for uh, uh buying us a beer and the certified aeronaut natalie mctavish uh as well as a generous grant from the crew of the airship aberfeldy rita and lawrence allen who are in our audience as we speak Love thank you guys all of you for for helping us uh stay on online and and paying the bills and all that stuff. Uh, we want to thank you, Johnny Steverson, Johnny Starship, if you will, uh, for joining us again tonight and talking about the show that's about to happen. I'm so excited. Uh, thank you. So we'll be seeing everybody there. And uh, yeah, that's it for the evening. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Have a wonderful night. Jack, anything else? Mind your gauges. <laughs> Mind your gauges. So, once again, thank you for listening. You can find us again on uh, Facebook at Texas Steampunk Connection for any comments, questions, suggestions. If you know of something happening, Steampunk, that's happening soon, we can put it on our calendar on our Patreon. 
um, as well as the the list of over 100 comics and graphic novels, uh, steampunk and Weird West related. You can also email us at texassteampunkconnection at gmail.com. And we're uh, a streaming podcast, texassteampunkconnection.podbean.com. And if you lose it on Facebook and you want to watch a remake, a rerun of this show at any point in time on YouTube, you can go find them on Steam Chest. <laughs> and although we've made many, many jokes about Twitter, <laughs> you can look for us at TX Steam Connect One oh. on Twitter. I never use it. I never look at it. I don't know. I don't understand Twitter. Yeah. So yeah. Once again, thank you very much. And until next time, mind your mind gauges. Mind your gauges.